What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of I Call Next. I don't remember what Arash says every time. He says something about being outside D.C. and watching sports. From the D.C. suburbs, call next on all the biggest sports topics of the week. Oh, there you go. This guy. This guy. He thinks with his big brain. That's big brain. That guy memorized it. He knows what he's doing. He's, He's been here before. Big brain energy, dog. Big brain, brain energy. I figured, you know, I figured if I if I could remember this and show some significance, um, since it seems like everybody's getting paid today, maybe I could get paid. Oh, 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 we'll get to that. That's a good segue. But what, what? Let's talk about the big thing because you, the Lakers fan, we have him here, and we have two Wizards fan, and there was a there was an interaction between the two right before the draft, right? I think it was right before the draft. Um, so Russell Westbrook. Gets traded from the Washington Wizards to the Lakers for Kyle Kuzma, KCP, uh, Montrezl Harrell, and I think a first-round pick, right? Which I believe was also traded away at, at the end. Um, so, and what was what was the um, was there uh, the future picks as well included in that? Oh, was there? I don't. I honestly didn't even look into the future picks here. I, I can look it up. But before we even get into into that, oh, here you go. A 2024 second round pick, a 2028 second round pick, second round pick, and the Wizards got the 22nd pick, which I believe they traded away, didn't they? Yeah, because they got the 31st pick in the in and got Isaiah Todd. So, all right, let's talk about this. With the resident Laker fan here, how do you feel about having Westbrook? I was really hoping a roster would be here so I could talk shit, but how do you feel about this trade? Uh. I mean, this is what we kind of went into last week where having Westbrook is clearly an upgrade for us of what we needed, uh, I mean, at point guard, but it's not the true complete need of what we needed. I mean, I was more excited about trying to get Buddy Hield. Uh, Buddy Hield was kind of the guy we needed, like that that shooter. And then we saw like DeMar DeRozan, saw Kyle Lowry, saw all these names floating out. And then after seeing how none of this came through, I mean – I'm okay with it. Like it's it's an upgrade. It's what we need. Um, saw Dennis Schroeder didn't do anything. He's the sex man off the bench. Um, your true point guard. I know all you guys hate him because all he does is just either shoots shoots the ball out or is walking triple double. I'll take that walking triple double any day on the Lakers right now. Um, but we need a lot more pieces around it. I just yeah. I mean to to be frank, like go ahead, go ahead, go get. Oh, I was just saying I. I think the funniest tweet I saw was one person saying, who's going to beat this team? And the guy responded saying, the three-point line. Yeah. I died. I died. That's all I had to say. Go ahead, JK. Uh, I, I remember when I saw that, I shared that with Pete. Yeah, that was so <laughs> um, funny. No, but I, I kind of agree with Pete in some sense. Like, look, you're, you're not going to be a bad team with a guy that always gets a triple-double. Like, He's a, like, like Pete said, he's a triple double machine. And honestly, like that's only a player that can help you on your team. Him being on the wizards, he didn't really like, obviously Beal's a superstar, but like Beal's not the category of player that LeBron James is. And frankly, like if Anthony Davis can somehow stay healthy, you know, they're going to be a dominant threat in the West. Like that, that's not a question, Right. You have two guys that can easily get a triple-double if they want it any night of the day, which is LeBron and, you know, Russ. You're, we're going to see multiple triple-doubles from both of these guys throughout the season. 
and that's only going to help them win. But you're right. Like, they do need a shooter. They do need another piece. And let's see what they can do in this free agency. They need a guy that can shoot the ball. I'll tell you where it really helps them. I think the change of pace of play, like Westbrook will run with the, with, you know, pushing the ball down the court. Prior to that, obviously, we'd either have LeBron running the point, waiting for AD to set up and, you know, then try to do the half court offense and try to run it that way. But I think the change of pace helps them out. There's a lot of teams where they try to play slow ball and that's not going to work for them. They got to play that up-tempo ball. So I think they've got both sides of it right now. Um, problem, the problem with the C is I know, like we said, Westbrook takes a lot of shots, right? Like that's, that may not be the case if he's playing with AD and LeBron, you know, getting his, getting his takes, but we've always seen LeBron also take some step back, you know, and facilitate and, you know, give up some of those shots. So it'll be interesting. I, I like the ad, but we need to still build around that. We need to build up some shooters, like some pure shooters because Westbrook is not a, pure knockdown shooter so i think there's two scenarios where this really this works really well is where with the three of them you guys can build up a lead where you don't need the threes at the end of the game right which is which is totally possible with like two former mvps and ad right or the other which is not going to happen is where russ comes off the bench if russ is willing to come off the bench i know it's not going to happen but yeah that's a that's energy off the bench that will be unmatched I mean, it's not who he comes off the bench for. It's bringing the energy. It's like that because that was, I feel like when I was watching the Lakers play, like they were struggling. That second team was the team that was also really struggling. Like there was the bench players didn't show up. I think Russ confidence, like Manu did late in his career or whatever. Like get that energy. Manu could have been the starter. Like that wasn't the thing, but he brought energy in the set with that second team. Right. And I think Russ could really do that. Westbrook is no Manu Ginobili. Let's, let's, yeah, let's unfortunately. Westbrook is not coming off the bench because there's no one else to start in front of him that's better right now. Now, sure. if we were to sign someone else and then we want to start mixing things up, maybe he's starting, dude. All we would do is put him on the bench and delay the game. Like you said, if, if he's good enough to get us a lead in the beginning, you're not going to wait to keep him on the bench to wait till those guys come in and start running shit. There's yeah. absolutely zero possibility that Russell Westbrook comes off the bench. Sure, I understand. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm just saying if that if that would be the perfect situation for for a team that struggled with their second team, like but with their second he, team. Even if, he, but I think the thing is, even if he agreed and said, "I'll come off the bench," it still is just not right because we don't have anybody. <laughs> well, LeBron's playing point. But you are you're right in some sense, right? Where it's like, okay, the problem was that as soon as LeBron would come out of the game, there's no one to really facilitate the game. Yeah. And they might actually still do that where they stagger LeBron and Russ throughout the game. But yeah. still, he's starting the game. He's sure, going to play sure. majority of the minutes. And, yeah. like, granted, if they take him out of the game prior to LeBron and then they put LeBron into the game and they take Russ out, like, you know, it, it, it's going to be a thing where they're going to st- somewhat stagger those guys. Yeah, yeah. Because you need a high player. tempo from both ends. And they're too much of the same player. They're like they play a lot the same. If you really think about it, like I would say LeBron's slightly better shooter than Russ is at this point. But I mean, everything else is a lot the same, right? They're not deadly shooters. They're guys that facilitate a lot, but are also ball dominant. So I, I it's going to be interesting to watch Russ and LeBron. AD is fine with whoever's on the court, either guy. But it's it's LeBron and Russ. There's only one basketball, and I think that's. 
may cause problems or it can work perfectly. I, you it, know, it's not going to cause problem. You got a LeBron me, has wait, wait, wait. shown. Let me say this. I don't think it caused problems. I'm saying it may not work. Like, because the reason why I say this is because James Harden was playing really well as point guard and then putting Russ on that same team, it didn't work, right? And it feels like we're, though James Harden and LeBron James are not the same player, I just feel like there's two guys that need the ball in the hand to do something. So there's That's a couple of guys, listen, there's, regardless, we can walk around this topic over and over again. We got him. We know what he is. Now there's a couple of guys that the Lakers can try to go after that could help him out here. Um, some other guys that have either been in the league for a while or just we need just some three-point shooters, right? So there's J.J. Redick. Obviously, he's 37, but bring him in just purely to, uh, just to shoot. Like you said, that's another player off the bench that could provide some points. J.J. Redick, just a pure, uh, just, he's a pure shooter. Uh, Otto Porter Jr., he shot 40%. Uh, there's what Reggie Bullock, he shot 41%. Uh, the new new one that we've heard is Carmelo Anthony wants to come. I think Carmelo Anthony actually shot 40% from the field as well. Uh, Rudy Gay, Wayne Ellington, I don't know. We got we got to pick up somebody else, one of these guys to come on, come off the bench, or be that three point shooter. I think Melo's gonna end up in LA. I think Melo's just gonna end up in LA. Melo and I mean, Otto Porter's not a bad signing, three and D. Cheap three and D guys not a bad bad signing either to be honest. But I do think Melo shooters up. right now. Three point shooters great. If not Melo, Melo, we just saw Melo can still knock down that mid range and he can still shoot threes. So oh, we are forgetting that they signed Trevor Ariza. Yeah, that's but, that's helpful. That's yeah, helpful. it is definitely better than nothing. Trevor Ariza was. I don't know what his last last uh, percentage shooting from the three was, but he, obviously he's, he's made a career on it. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I wanted. I do want to ask before we like wrap it up. But how do you feel about Dwight Howard coming back? I mean, there's a need now. Huh? I hate Dwight Howard. I've always hated Dwight Howard, and I'd never want Dwight Howard. I mean, it's but a need. Need him now because we got rid of Montrose Harrell as well, right? Yeah, so exactly. If he's if he's there as that big presence, I mean, we'll take him. We'll take whatever minutes we can get from him, but we'll see how he comes out. Fair enough. All right, let's go to the other side of this. All right, do you have anything else, JK? I was going to go to the other I side of the trade. Say, how do you think Montrez Harrell feels about getting traded one year after signing with them and picking them over the Clippers? Probably happy because they weren't given the right minutes to play. So he's probably like, let me the hell out of here. Let me go to some better management that's going to actually let me play. Actually yeah. No, I mean, I, I guess, like, do you think he regrets not re-signing with the Clippers? Yeah, the Clippers did him dirty a little bit in the sense that's why he left, right? To make a statement. He's like, I'm out of here. I also think the same thing about the, the first point. Like, the man, you would see, you would watch late games. You're like, why is Montreal Harrell not playing? Why is, like, who was in the game? It was not Brooke Lopez. Who was it? DeAndre Jordan. Like it. No, no, no. That's DeAndre uh, Jordan. Uh, Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol, yes. And you're like, Marc Gasol's fine, but, like, he's kind of old and he's not running anymore. So, I do remember that. Um, okay, let's go to the wizard side of this. I'm going to ask you, JK, how do you feel about Russ leaving town? I'm indifferent. Um, Bam. Like, Bam. look, it wasn't going to, you weren't going to win a championship with Russ over here. Yep. At and yep. to be honest, I, I, I actually like and respect Russ a lot. Like, I, I think he's a hardworking dude. I think he puts it all on the line. And I actually think that he gave a shit about playing here and being here, right? Yep. Like, 
I don't know. Like I, I personally, I like the type of player Russ is as much as you may not like it. I Wait, feel like he uh, did give- I'm going to say this. I like Russ more now since he's played here because I actually watched him play. So right. I have a different level of respect for him. It didn't just, it just didn't work here. I didn't think it was going to work here and it, didn't obviously. Well, I, I would say it did semi work because it's not like they didn't get an opportunity to fight for the playoffs, That's right? Fair. And like you look at them now compared to where they were a year before that, right? Like they yeah. were better off with Russ than without him. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I just I wanted a less ball dominant point guard. That's what I wanted. I wanted a more traditional point guard. That's what I wanted. Yeah, but now we don't have one. It's not what you get sometimes. Like here, let me ask you something. If if Russ was dropping forty a game, you'd be more than happy to have him. If they're no, winning it's... with that forty a game. Yes, yes, that's the second part where my irritation will always be shooting threes in the fourth quarter. That's like my irritation. Everything else, totally respect him. Great player. Awesome. It was fun to watch, but it was just the late game's frustration for me. But okay, so how do you feel about what we got for Russ? I could care less about Kyle Kuzma, but at the end of the day, like I don't hate Kyle Kuzma as like normal Laker fans do because realistically Kyle Kuzma is a better player than what we have as far as our group of folks. Yeah. And and, like, I'm happy with Tez, but rumor has it, both of those guys might be on the move out already. Like the wizards apparently are in talks with other teams involving those players. I'm down to do this. I'm 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 so happy about this overall trade. You get this crate. What ended up, if you think big picture, what they did was brilliant. They got rid of John Wall contract, and now they got rid of Russell Westbrook's contract, and now you got tradable assets. Let's do this. I'm I'm totally down for this. This is the rebuild. Yeah, I mean, to to that extent, right? Like they have made themselves an option to signing players to big money, and they have a core person and Bradley Beal who they who says he doesn't want to get traded who knows if he gets moved or doesn't but apparently he came out and said hey I'm happy being here in DC so yeah, I, if he is not signing before the extension period if he does not sign I want him gone I want him gone if he does not sign before like January where you have to sign your extension he's not there I want him gone at this point I want him gone. I, I, I've accepted the fact when the draft is coming up, I wanted the two Warriors picks for Beal and whatever garbage why, it would send Realistically, why would they give that up if they have Steph and they have Clay? When realistically, now, why would players, they give those players, Because those players, aren't gonna, those players can't help you win now. We saw that Wiseman right now, just now. They're not going to win now. They need no, to win I'm now. Saying, I'm saying with Clay coming back, why do they need Beal? Why would why not? Like, is Beal not an upgrade from Wiggins? He is an upgrade from Wiggins, but is he an upgrade from Clay? If help Clay yeah, is healthy, if yeah, Clay is healthy, are. is he an upgrade? Wait, no. Why are you? Yes, he is still an upgrade. Beal's best season is it better than Clay's best season? No. Why they still have Clay? They're not trading Clay. Yeah, exactly. So what are you going to be doing with Beal? Who's going to be shooting the ball? F, Clay or Beal? Why can't they all shoot the ball? I don't understand in the game. We've already seen them with KD and figured it out. This is just another piece for them. KD is different than Beal. KD is a much bigger player than Beal. Sure, but my thing, this is what the trade was supposed to be. It was Wiggins, Wiseman, and two picks 
for Beal and something, I think some minute player in the middle that would just balance out contracts, right? That's a, that's, that team is now more equipped to win the championship than with Wiggins. The only plus minus is Wiggins at this point. Would you not trade away Wiggins for, for Beal? They need to win now. They have like a three-year window left and then who knows what happens. I would take Beal at 26 right there. I would. I don't know. When, when Pete was shaking his head, I feel like he was more on my line. What do you think, Pete? I don't know. I, like you said, I, I think, Gogo, you said that it wouldn't just be him, right? They would ask for more. So you said it would be Wiseman, Wiggins. Wiseman, Wiggins, and two first-rounders. So they're, they're two first-rounders that they, traded, that, they, um, that they drafted with. You could do that, or you could run it back with what you're trying to do. And typically – I mean, typically the Warriors draft well, right? I mean, they've always picked up some really good guys, and they've got Wiseman that they've been developing, so I feel like they don't want to give him up. I get the win-now method, but I don't know, give up those two picks and that. I mean, sure, uh, you could do it. You flip a coin, but if it doesn't work out and you lose those two picks that you could use as development players as well, I don't know. But my, my argument for that is the development players, right? How would they like I, – I, I just want to know, if they were to get Beal – Mm-hmm. How are you lining up your one, two, three? Where, where's Beal and where's Clay? Clay is three. Beal is two. Clay is six, seven. He's he was guarding KD before he got hurt. Clay is a great defender. He's six, seven. He can do that. That's no problem. He plays shooting guard because they've had a Wiggins, they've had a KD, and that's how it's worked like this entire time. They had and he was playing the three when um, no, sorry, and they had Iguodala who was playing the three, but they kind of just flip-flop because it was kind of like the same size that it worked before it's an upgrade in my opinion it's an it's an upgrade yeah i mean it is an up it is an upgrade but i'm just saying like they because this team has the potential to draft like that and they mm-hmm. have really you know, three hall of famers on their team of course of course I, i'm not disagreeing with anything i think that you don't want to waste time developing right now they're not in a situation where they want to develop they want to develop player to come here and win that's what, like, that's what I think it is, but it's fine. It didn't end up happening. That's what I wanted also as a Wizards fan, that, is to get those two picks. I'm not talking. Go ahead. I, I, was, I stopped talking because I was like, go ahead. <laughs> no, so, I don't know. Moving on from that, moving on from the trade, because obviously that didn't happen. Yeah, or, I'm sad. But another trade that didn't happen was this Ben Simmons crackhead trade that they were trying to pull off. (laughs) Realistically. (laughs) Who in Philadelphia is smoking that much crack that they think they could have pulled that off? Tell me. This is your team. Wait, what? What's my team? 76ers is your guy. No. Iverson was my guy. I'm not a Sixers fan. I'm a Wizards fan. But I know you are, I, but you are forever in my mind linked to the Sixers. That's fair. That's fair because of Iverson. I get that. I I don't know, dude. Whoever, I don't know what drugs are legal in Pennsylvania, but they took all of them. They were just like, yo, just just call the call the Warriors. Let's see what happens. Maybe we can get Steph. Let's they see what happens. The Warriors. They call the Pelicans. They're like, how did you? What was this crazy pill that you took to get all these picks for uh, AD? Or the you know everything that they kept throwing out, and they're like, all right, we're gonna try the same thing for half a player, quarter of a player. Dude, it was dumb. 
It was stupid. And I, I they should have. Like, yeah. I just feel like it got publicized so much too that they're just like looking like idiots. Dude, yeah. But I guess shoot your shot, right? Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot, 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 shot but like, yo, like you don't ever see bums shooting their shots at Kim Kardashian. Like, come on. No, you do. You just don't. Um, you just don't hear about it because lots of bums are in the DMs. Let's be honest with you. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that that was wild. I I I think stuff is gonna happen. Ben Simmons can't cannot be there when the season starts. I don't think there's any way that that needs to happen. He needs to move. I think once the dust settles on free agency, he has to be out of here. Like, yeah, yeah I mean they they're just they're they're trying everything to the like to the most extreme, right? Where you're like, okay, let's be honest, someone's not gonna be stupid enough to take this. So then instead yeah. of trying to scale back a little bit after putting out your feeler, they just keep going with the same type of expectation. You're like, listen, it's no one's going to pull that trigger, pick it up now. Like now you said, now the dust settles, they're going to have to try again, but they're going to have to come to some realization that, dude, everyone saw he's exposed. Everyone's been saying it. If he can't shoot, he's not, it's not going to be good. And right now he's just in a bad funk and no one is sold on his future right now. They got to, they got to realize that they can't keep asking what they're asking for. Yep, agreed. I think that a change of scenery might change all of that. New coaching staff, new yeah. everything. Not coaching, it new organization. It can. Yeah. But you're not. You're not selling him off of past performance. You're selling him off of current performance. That's that's what it is. I mean, you gotta you gotta lean in on the defensive um, NBA defensive team. You know, first defensive team. You gotta like. That's how you gotta be selling it. <laughs> like, that's that's the only selling point right now. You gotta you gotta find a team that needs what he's. Uh, I guess what his skill sets right now portraying that that is a need for that team and sell them on that, but they're just going for stupid shit right now. Yep. No, I think yeah, I agree. It, it was it's it's wild. I want to hear the next one. That's crazy. They're like, we'll give you Ben Simmons, give us LeBron, AD, and Russ, and we'll give you Ben Simmons, and we'll send you a box of cookies, Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> All right, how do we do that? Yeah. Let's let's. I mean, I'm tired of talking about Ben Simmons. I don't really give a shit. But let's talk about a lot of these uh, NBA free agency signings. There was a lot that went down. Um, anybody yeah. want to kick it off? You want me to blow? You want me to start just blowing through them? How about you blow through a couple and some of the major ones, and then we'll discuss them, and then we'll list off a lot of the small ones. All right, Perfect. let's go with this. Uh, the latest one we just heard, I think, right before this. Uh, okay, I think you just mentioned so Lonzo and the Bulls. They're looking at a four-year, I think, eighty-five million. Yep. All right, so that one's there. Uh, what do you guys think it's worth eighty-five million? In today's NBA, yeah, it's yeah. Not that much money I, I read eighty-five million, and I always have to scale back and remember that this is a four-year, about a little over twenty, twenty-one million, and that's that's the new deals these days, the smaller ones. Always compared to this. Trey Young's extension is supposed to be anywhere from 170 to 201 million for five years. So, eh, jump in. All right, let's go to the next juicy one. CP3 and the Suns, four years, 120 mil. I freaking called it. I said, hold on, hold on. So hold on, I want to put a little little twist to this, and I knew you were gonna say that fucking word for word. I called this. No, I want to say one little twist to it. The specific piece was that he wanted three years over that hundred, like he wanted three, almost 33 million over a hundred years or over a hundred million. They got the four out of him and got him down to the 120. They got him in the 30 range, which I, I feel like they're more okay with, but he was trying to get three years over that hundred mil a lot more. Yeah. And I mean, I, who doesn't want more money? Like, 
Let's no, no, no. I'm saying they gave him the year instead, and they just said, fuck it, we're going to lock you in. But I was saying I didn't like the three-year what he was asking, 100 mil. Yeah, they gave him the four, and they, they brought down that a little bit of, I guess, that real expectation of what they're willing to pay him. Yep. I'm surprised that they did four years, though. Um, I'm okay with the four-year 120. It's the best that they're going to get. But I, I, I like it that's over the four years versus he was asking for the three-year over 100 mil. Question. If mm-hmm. he retires – I don't know how it works with the NBA. Like, do they still pay out the rest of the contract or not? No, no. Like, they're, like that's what I'm wondering. Like, NBA contracts are guaranteed, right? Yes. So why would they not? If he retires, why? Like, I'm not saying if he retires after one year. But I'm saying if he retires after three instead of four, they'll just settle. Whatever. Like for him to retire, there's probably something he's owed based on the contract. Is not that like it's guaranteed. It's like. You know, there's like a certain gets, piece, there's yeah, a certain yeah. portion that's guaranteed, and they structure it different ways, bonus, this, that, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. It's not it's not straight up, okay, $120 million your four years. It's like, all right, this is your guaranteed amount, and then based off of that, X, Y, Z, all the other part of it, you 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 stay to four years, do all that. Player bonuses, X, yeah. Y, Z, yeah. like, you know, you hit these many, like, shots and you get the playoffs you, you win a it's whatever they whatever they decided to throw in there but i mean majority of his money is probably guaranteed but it's not gonna be the full 120 is guaranteed yeah. the, the what it means by guaranteed to the nba is like let's say you get hurt and they want to waive you there's no out you're getting paid that money like you're yeah. getting paid a, a majority of a contract versus the nfl they'll cut you and they're fucked right like that doesn't happen in the nba mm-hmm. yeah. as in most sports now except the nfl um all right, all right what's the next one all right, next one, we got Mike Conley going back to Utah Jazz, three years, 72 and a half mil. The smart signing for the Jazz. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If, 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 okay, let's just throw out the last one. I want to just put out there the um, Kyle Lowry, three years, 90 million to Miami, right? Those are your three, I think, I want to say those are the three best, like, veteran point guards out there, right? For what they went for, if you're the Suns, would you, would you, as the Suns GM, take, CP3 in that situation. Because I would have taken Mike Conley for, for that money. For like $7 million less, I would take Mike Conley, in my opinion. I did like I, how I, Conley was playing, too. And it was just he, he, yeah. got hurt. he got hurt, which threw him off. But if not, he's playing some really good ball still. Yeah. So I understand that Mike Conley was playing good ball. But even when he is fully healthy, he's no CP3, bro. I understand. CP3, I'm also... CP3 no, 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 is not. a much better player. Agreed. Agreed. I'm saying CP3, for the, the not only is he a much better player, he's had he is head and shoulders above Mike Connolly, in my opinion. I oh I I there, that's not the question for me. My the question is for he's only getting paid 24 million a year. That's that's like a good eight million dollars. That's more than the uh, mid-level exception, right? That's another like guy coming off the bench for you. I kind of would have done that for what also you're getting three, with Mike and what you're CP3. Also three years younger, right? Yeah. CP3 is going to be 40 at the end of this. And you'd have Mike yeah. on the 30s. I mean, th- this realistically will be CP3's last team. Yeah. Unless they trade him. I wouldn't say last last team, but last big contract. After that, he may go one year and retire or whatever he wants to do. Yeah. I mean, he might – Stay with the team to win the championship if that's it. But like, if if realistically he can't get a championship level team, he's not. He's gonna retire. 
after this. Yep. Yep, um, I was just posing that question. I think that as a value, I think Mike Conley is a better value. Value, not better player, value. Value, yes. Would I have gone with CP3 over him? Yes, I would take CP3 over Mike Conley. I don't know. It's a coin flip. It's a coin flip. It's whichever way you want to see it. It's an eight million dollar coin. <laughs> yeah, it is. But you gotta you gotta look at it. You're gonna pay the eight million for CP3, lock it for four years, and you know what they just did. Or do you want to bring in Conley and see how he meshes with Devin Booker and see what you've got and save money? On the grand scheme of things, eight million to to these teams, yeah, it's a lot. But they work the cap the way that they want to work it. Like it, like. It's not going to really force them to not sign someone because they have that $8 million hit. That's fair. That's fair. All right, let's move on. Uh, The one you just mentioned, obviously, what? Okay, so Kyle Lowry, you just mentioned, so he got the three-year $90 million uh, uh, to the Heat. So also retention on the Heat. So I think we started off with this, said Duncan Robinson is saying, Honestly, like well deserved. He balled out for the Heat. I'm surprised that you know no one really tried like pulling him away a little bit more, or maybe just like staying at the Heat. I think I think he had uh, I think he had a pretty decent season, but I think yeah, he still got a lot more to go. I think he's that young guy. I think they want to keep him there. I think he likes the he likes the Miami Heat organization and like yo with. With him staying there, being that three-point shooter as well, you got Kyle Lowry coming in. You got Jimmy Bucket still there. Uh, it's, Tyler it's Hero, be, like it's Tyler Hero's a good spot to be. The Heat's gonna be stacked, and the Heat's definitely. Yeah, I think the Heat are gonna move Tyler Hero at some point it, because it I think that the, seems like they're loading up to move him. Yeah, and I think that the move, like I think that they think that this past year was the fluke. Not the not the bubble year. That's what they think. So they're keeping that core and trying to build on that core. And I don't blame them. I mean, Bam is but good. Tyler Hero is a big good. part of that core. Yeah, I know, but they got Kyle Lowry now, and I think that they 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 think they're. I think they think they're a piece away, right? And they might just be. I think that I don't. I think Tyler Hero got a little bit exposed this year and didn't live up to his rookie year at this point. Duncan Robinson still shot the ball lights out. Like he still did his thing. Maybe not in the playoffs, but through the year. So I, I think that's that's what I think the Heat organization thinks. Yeah. What else we got? All right. So Tim Hardaway Jr. returned to Dallas, four years, seventy-four mil. I'm surprised. I'm glad though. That that was smart. That was smart for them. Like, keep the core that keep the player that was playing well. I'm surprised KP hasn't moved yet, but I mean I think that's all going to happen once the dust settles. All right, let's see. Another uh, Caruso is going to go to the Bulls, four years, 37 mil. That's whatever. Uh, Derek Rose, I in return to the yeah. Knicks, three years, 43 mil. Awesome. Good for him, man. I always like seeing De- Derek Rose, you know, play. Who is he teaming so, up yeah. with? The guy that took down Team USA, Evan Fournier, going to the Knicks, four years, 78 mil. I, I guess they watched the, what's it called, the Olympic tape. To sign them. <laughs> like, hey, you take down Team USA. I guess you could take some teams down in the NBA. Knicks doing Knicks things. That's what they're doing. <laughs> well, they're they're also getting Nerlens Noel. He's coming back three years, thirty-two mil as well. Makes sense. Uh, I think they're keeping as much of the core as Alex Burks. Alex Burks. Yeah, he's staying there for three years, thirty mil as well. Played well. 
Oxenbrook's played well up until they went to the playoffs. Let's see. Gary Trent Jr., he's going three years, 54 mil to the Raptors. Depth, they need it. They need more than depth, but good for them. Jared Allen. Yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers, five years, 100 mil. Can we talk about this? Why? Like, with Evan Mobley as well, I don't I mean, unless you just want to play one as power forward, one center, and just make it impossible to drive on the team, sure. But I mean, I look, I don't get it. That there. that is partially like how the Lakers are built right now, right? The Lakers are built as a big team. Who in the playoffs was able to challenge them as a big team? No one. Like, well, I mean, in general, most teams play small <laughs> ball now, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah, what I no. mean. That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about, right? Like most teams are small ball. So when you get a team that is a big team, it's difficult to get in around the hoop. So I, I think that's just what they're trying to do. Or they're basically thinking that Evan Mobley is going to be a guy that they have to develop. Well, Evan Mobley is can shoot. He's not very raw. He's, he's pretty polished for a player. I mean, I think, yes, he's going to take time to develop, but I – I don't know. I'll see what I guess we'll see what happens. I guess it's also that you have to think that what's going to happen with Colin Sexton too, because he's in the tra- uh, trader like rumor mill as well for for trade. So maybe one of the two is well, they can't sign, they can't trade Jared Allen away, but they can trade uh, Evan Mobley still package him to get somebody. I mean that's possible. I don't know. It seems odd. Let's just put it. That's what I think of it. It's just a little odd. So. I got got a couple more. Uh hate this guy. I don't know why he just keeps pulling these deals. Kelly Olenek, three-year, 37 mil uh, Detroit Pistons. <sighs> Olenek, yeah. Olenek. God, man, I've hated him since the Celtics day. I hate him a lot. I hate this guy. He's, he's a frustrating I don't know player. why you just look at him. You just want to hate him. Like, he's a frustrating he's player, player, but he, yeah. <laughs> he, di- he dislocated Ka- uh, Kevin Love's um, shoulder in the in the playoffs. That's my guy. That's what he, I love him. Uh, when he pinched his arm and pulled him back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, dirty, dirty play, dirty play. Tim right. and Petrolia. What else we got? All right, I've got one, one, uh, one from the Woj. I believe this is the mega deal. So Steph Curry's got the one year left on his contract. Looking for a four year extension, uh, max contract, two hundred fifteen mil. Oh, good. I mean, obviously, uh, honestly, sense. obviously, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Not mad at that. Do you think it is easier to sign a guy that is available for max because the limit's already set? Like, you already know Steph is a guy that you're going to be offering a max to no matter what. Yeah. Right? So do you think it's easier to re-sign a guy like that where it's like, okay, this is already set standard. This is the maximum amount of money that we can offer you in comparison to a guy that's like, you know, a, a big name that's moving to a different city. Like, it has to be easier, right? I guess. Sure. Let's say yes. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's like, I don't think it's that, I don't think it's that simple, in my opinion. I, I really don't think it's that simple. But why? 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 Why would it not be simple? Like... You literally, I mean, like, obviously there's a lot of other terms that go into it being like, okay, we're going to give you these bonuses and that blah, blah, blah. But in general, like the money portion of it is set. Yeah. Right. You can't be like, all right, Steph, 
I want 230 mil with this many years, right? Like it's just going to be most, years yeah. and amount of money. That's it. Am I missing? Yeah, there's also gonna be like, there's, it's, it's also like, I want say in this, I want say in that I want to be able to um, do X, Y, Z. Like I want to be, I want to be involved in conversations about signing people. I want, you know, like, I don't know. I want my like family to sit here. I want like they go. They get so much in these deals that that's why it takes as long as it does. It's it's not the money in years. It's every little line of like in my next contract. I want to make sure there's blue Powerade coming out of the fountain. It's like shit like that that they get. Like they, 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 think about it. They they make two hundred million dollars in five years. They ask for ridiculous shit. That's what it is, in my opinion. That's all it has to be. I mean, if you're like the Warriors franchise, do you give a shit what blue? Powerade comes out like you know like i get it i, I give you stupid things here and shit. there but like yeah. like no, I, I, I i don't I, know i just feel like it's like when you have set amounts that you go by yeah, yeah. it makes things easier and it kind of makes me wonder like should other team like should they adapt other formats like this to make it more challenging to get free agents or should it make it more easier for other teams to sign big name guys so what they do, because there's a, a few more small market teams in the NBA, they make it, they make the whole like bird years a reason why it's easier for a team to keep a player is that as the team that drafted the player or the team that owns the bird rights via trade, you can pay the team the most. You can go okay. over the salary cap to pay the player. That's, it gives them an advantage for places like Milwaukee. That's why, you know, Giannis stays. I mean, not just that reason, but like, you know, like it makes it for Sacramento to keep some players. It makes San Antonio keep players, right? We've kept Beal all these years because we can pay him more. As long as he hits first team, he gets the most, he's eligible. That's how we kept John Hall, right? He got that huge super max because he was, you know, third team all NBA. And then we were the only people that can go over our like cap to sign him. And it's significant money. It's like a good 20 or 30 million more dollars. Yeah, but it also ends up fucking those teams over. They can't sign another guy because they signed one player to so much money. And half the time, like, look at the Wizards and Wall. Look at the Wizards and Arenas. They got wait, wait, screwed yeah. based on those contracts. What, what did you say? The four year 120 mil CP3? Is that what you're, what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about, <laughs> but. There's a big difference between the CP3 yeah. level of play compared and the team so, compared to like what the Wizards have. A better okay, Wizards are bad or badly run organization. Look at Trey Young right now, right? Trey Young can only make that $201.5 million in Atlanta, right? Atlanta's not a small market, but like if you wanted to, let's say, team up with LeBron, it's a little more difficult because they're like, listen, we can't pay you that. You're going to be only making the 250 or the 150. That's it. That's $50 million out the door. $50 million is a lot of money. Like, and you want Trey Young forever. Luca is another example of that. Luca's going to get so much more money after his rookie deal here than if he went out the door. It's to keep them at least that like six to eight years overall. And then after that, you've made so much money that doesn't matter. It's different in every league, right? It's like, it's like with like baseball, right? You don't make money until past your prime. I get that. I'm just kid. saying that there has to be a better way to do it. Like, do you really think that Mil – all right, we're all stating that Milwaukee is a small market team, right? Of course. 
Now, of course, if Giannis somehow, and I'm not even remotely saying this, just shits the bed over the next three years, right? Like mm-hmm. terrible garbage ass player, and he's not worth that money. They are mm-hmm. screwed. Yes. Right? You're looking at the wrong way. They're not going to be able to attract anyone. They're not going to be able to get out of the contract because no one wants them. Uh-huh. So that's, if anything, that sets them further back. Yeah, but you're looking at the wrong way. Milwaukee, who took Giannis with the 15th pick and put every resource into him to get him to this level, have the advantage now because otherwise he could walk, go to Chicago, down the street, go to New York, play in the big city, right? It'd be so hard to keep those players there because all the, you know, living in New York, doing all this stuff versus living in fucking Milwaukee of all places, right? They're like, listen, the only way we can entice you to stay here is 50 extra million dollars. You got to gamble on yourself. You got to gamble on yourself, right? You got to, you got to put in the money and assume that it doesn't happen. If you don't do it, you're going to, and they walk and they do well, then you retrospectively say, damn, I wish I paid them. Well, I I really do kind of wish I saw like the results on how often these guys that get into these super maxes and from the small markets, from the small markets specifically, how often do they really work out in comparison to the teams that, you know, are able to just sign guys, you know, like, I don't know. Like I, I, I get what you guys are saying that, all right, you have the advantage. It's, it's your point to gamble. But a lot of the times when they get these, you know, like these high grade super maxes, like it's they're past their first first or second contract, okay. right? Yeah, here you go. Here you go. I'll, I'll give you this. While you're while you're saying that, let me give you another example. Remember when uh, Steph Curry had his ankle problems? They're like, "Yo, get rid of him." Mm-hmm. They're like, "Monte Ellis, keep him." Like, keep Monte Ellis. They're like, "Nah." That was uh, one of those uh, times where they're like, "We're gonna let this guy go, and we're gonna keep uh, him and let Monte Ellis walk." I mean. But Montel was fire back then too. No, he I, I get was, real well. I get he was fire, but like I I don't that that's a little bit different, I think. Like how's that any a, Warriors are not a small market team. Okay, you're okay if you were for team. a long time. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you, yeah, you know, no, no, no. Let me just San Francisco. Oakland area is not like a small market. And I, I get what you mean that they were considered a small market team, but San Francisco is not a small market. I understand, but it was not a, it was not some place that people wanted to play basketball. Yeah. That was just because they were garbage. Like, yeah, but, but yeah, but that's big that, that matters. That factors in. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I mean, technically like, okay, here, let me just say this before we go into it. There are six players that have ever signed the Supermax, six, up until this time. Those six players are Steph Curry, John Wall, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Damian Lillard, and Giannis. All right, let me players. ask you a question. How many um, of those players have championships? One, two. Okay. But would you, wait, wait, back up, back up. Would you not find, would you not pay Damian Lillard that money? I would pay. All right. Okay. I would, would I would James rather pay Dame enough so he can get another player. Yeah, but that's not how this works. It's, it's, you pay to play. You, you're paying them to play. Why would you? He's not going to, oh, I'll take less money, sure. Okay, but if you can get him a super max, but have it be somewhat reasonable. You can get 
You can get, first of all, raise, to get a supermax. Allow them to raise the cap. No, 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 no. You're not understanding how supermax works at all. Supermax only works if you're on the first team all NBA, right? Or I think if it's, if, or first two, first two, whatever all NBAs are. So there's only at most 15 players eligible, right? And it has to be in that contract, within that contract, right? So there's only a thin amount of people that can even make that opportunity to be a supermax player, right? So if one person hits supermax, right? Like Dame, right? You can still pay one other player at the very least, if not two. You can pay one. I mean, look, they're doing it right now on the Lakers. They're doing it right now. Like right this second, um, AD is not a supermax, but he's a max contract. And Russ is a, max, a supermax. And uh, LeBron is not a max the way his contract works. He gets paid every three years a lot more money. And he's also over the age of being allowed to get a supermax at this point. So it, you can do it. Teams are doing it. How is Kyrie, James Harden, and KD on the same team? You can do it. KD wasn't eligible for a supermax because his bird rights were gone, and all these other all these things have to come to play. You have to be a bird rights, and you have to be all NBA player. It's such it has to be a perfect storm to get a supermax. KD does not have one. KD doesn't have one. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying I don't like the system. That's all. This is the best system for players. Best system for players. The NFL is the worst. You you get a little injury, they cut you tomorrow. You got no money. That's why NBA player, NFL players wish they had this one, but this system, and which they will force eventually, I think. But yeah, uh, I have something to say, but I totally blanked out, so I don't have anything to say. I got a question for you. Would you rather have Norman Powell or would you rather have Lonzo Ball? I mean. That's a good question, actually. Um, if I am the Bulls, I have to make that splashy play to keep Zach happy. So at least make it feel like Zach, Zach could be happy because he wants a lot of money right now, too. So I guess Lonzo, but like by the thinnest there. Thinnest, too. Just you know, if, if that shooting Norman is real. Powell just re-signed for five years, $90 million. Yeah. So one yeah. extra year and $5 million more. Much better... I feel like that's a much better deal. I don't disagree. I, I, honestly, I was only looking at it from the Bulls' standpoint. And it's thinnest hair. Thinnest hair. Do you think Charlotte even made an effort for it? Lonzo? Yeah. No. They, they're, not, they're not just running it because the Ball brothers want what they want. LaMelo is signed up there. He, is gonna, he has to be there. They don't have to listen to a word he says. They already got uh, Leangelo there on their summer team. That's like this is enough. This is there's enough balls on the court. <laughs> I just uh, had to ask, you know. Yeah. yeah. Also, what do you Wait, think of PJ Tucker to the Heat? We didn't we didn't talk about him when when we were talking about the Heat. Good for him. I mean, good signing. It wasn't a lot of money, right? It was two years, fifteen. Like, yeah. Okay. Veteran minimum almost. So good signing for for him and. I mean, good for him. Live in Miami. Smoke some cigars. Hang out out there. Why not? Yeah, I'm, surprised that, I'm surprised that the Bucks didn't make a bigger effort to get him. He played well in the playoffs. Yeah. But, but Bobby Portis did stay with the Bucks two years, $9 million, so almost nothing um, for them. But he wanted to stay loyal and stay there. And then, okay, wait, let's talk about Jeff Green going to the Nuggets. Jeff Green was a big part of the Nets team. I mean, when everyone was hurt, he was playing. Remember that game? He had 40 points. And it couldn't miss from three. I mean, 
I do think that's a, a, a loss for the Nets. I mean, from a role player like player standpoint, I think that is a big loss for him. But that's a huge upgrade for the for the for the Nuggets, in my opinion. Jim come off the bench. Jim Michael Green. Hmm? No, Jeff Green. Georgetown graduate Jeff Green signed a two-year, ten million dollar deal with the Nuggets. Okay. Did they also get your Michael Green? Well, Nuggets, two years, seventeen million. Yeah, and they both are both the Green, not brothers, but Green okay. both Greens green. are over to the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, no so relation. One guy, two years, also, had two years, ten mil. The other one got two years, seventeen mil. Also, Ooh, everyone's favorite favorite Nugget just resigned Blake Griffin. Back on a one-year deal with the Nuggets. You mean Nets, 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 Nets. I was like, I don't know. Nets, Nets, Nets. Forgive me, please. I'm sorry. I had a long weekend. Uh, and that's two that I want to just throw out there because they're um, names that people care about. Austin Rivers is going to the Nuggets, and then Javale McGee going to the Phoenix Suns. So get some depth at center. You know JaVale's going to bring a championship to Phoenix. I don't He's the missing happen, piece buddy. that they were missing. Oh, I mean, wait, Cameron Payne resigned. Three years, 19 million. Back yep. to the Suns. I mean, he was an integral piece as well. I just we forgot about that. Uh, anybody else we want to talk about here? I think we have most of the big signings. Um, obviously, there's still going to be a lot more coming. Yeah, I mean, we still have Kawhi. He has not signed yet. Um we're still talking about DeMar DeRozan, his news. Uh, ben Simmons might get traded. Uh, Beal, I don't think it's getting traded in near term, but maybe long term. Um, is there any other news we're waiting on um, trade-wise? I think the Ben Simmons one will be the big one. If Dane stays or goes, that's a whole other one. Ooh, did I hurt my nose? Okay. So, overall, um, the best players available are Kawhi Leonard, John Collins, DeMar DeRozan. Oh, Dennis Schroeder, Spencer Dinwiddle, and Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. Witty, whatever. Dinwiddie. My mistake. Uh, Rachon Holmes, Kelly Oubre, Reggie Jackson, and Lori Markakin. Okay, wait. Who were the first two you said? Sorry, I missed it. I just want to say make some. Kawhi and John Collins. Okay, John Collins. Okay, I want the Wizards to sign John Collins and Demar Derozan. That's fine. Play it. Make either make Atlanta pay or or keep him uh, or get him. I want him or Demar Derozan, and I want um. Who was the point guard you just said? Oh, Reggie Jackson or no, Spencer Dinwiddie. I would love ben to get Spencer and, Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie's coming down here for a visit too. Yeah, get him. Beal. We already have Kyle Kuzma. Hopefully, we can package that trade for Kara Anthony Towns. It's fake. That's not real news, but Carl Day Towns, Kyle Kuzma, and Montrose Harrell for for uh, for Cat. Oh my God! I'm gonna be so excited. Fighting the streets. There's uh there's one more uh, rumor out there. Uh, Boston Celtics reunion with Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, fuck the Celtics for doing him dirty. All right, I I want Isaiah Thomas to get a job. But fuck those guys for letting him go after everything. Fuck last, them. Time, last time I saw my man, he was sitting five feet from me on the Wizards bench, and they, they weren't giving him some time. So, Hey, they were paying him, though, weren't they? They were paying him for his time. Um, oh, wait, can we also talk about these the MLB trades? 
The Nazis gave up everything for nothing? What garbage is this? That's how that is literally how baseball works. They trade key players for prospects, I know. For the best available prospects that they can possibly get. All right. So so, so before you get into it, let's just let's just talk about it for a second that this year was the, the largest amount of trades, I guess, moved by the deadline that we've ever seen in the past. Uh, I think the highest close to this was in 2018, there was 128 trades. This year is 158 trades coming up to the deadline. Um, so let's go. Okay. So the Washington Nationals, and I'm not, I don't follow other teams other than the Nationals, so I'll just be very honest with you. Um, they traded Max Scherzer, three-time Cy Young winner, the god of our bullpen here, all right? World, World Series champion, okay? Traded him and Trey Turner to the Dodgers. Man, I should put money on the Dodgers now. I, I'm so sad. Like, I have one jersey left of the Nats that isn't Bryce Harper uh, or Max Scherzer at this point. And I have Juan Soto, which I'm hoping he's going to be around for a little while. But there is no point investing in um, MLB, MLB jerseys at all, is what I'm realizing. Um, so I mean, it's it's Nats- not just you gotta also realize. I mean, like we're really close to this because we're the Nats, but we are not the only team that gave up key players. Oh, the the Cubs did too, right? The Cubs, yeah, gave like up- they lost Anthony Rizzo. Uh, now I'm blanking on the names. Ke- uh, Chris Bryant. Uh, yeah, and and there was like another two or three major players part of their team like their uh major league baseball championship world series win yeah so like i, I don't know like it like i know we're like kind of like really upset about this but like i said it in baseball bro like it's ruthless right like remember johnny damon when signed with the yankees right like yeah. it like baseball is just crazy when it comes to like you know, players that people can trade for, who's available, who's not available. Like Bryce moving, your best player of all time left. And I mean, but then we got Juan Soto. Like it's it's all about, you know, if you move a player out, can you get a good enough prospect to come in and replace him? I know. I know that. I absolutely, I know that. I'm just sad that we lost Fraser, man. I'm like... I mean, we're not anywhere near a World Series team at all. It's going to be the Cubs – or not the Cubs. It's going to be the um, Yankees or the, the Dodgers coming from the NL, right? That's that's it. Like, it's got to be one of those two at this point because they're loaded, loaded right now. So, I mean, unless the Astros are cheating again, I, I don't know who else has a shot. I don't, but, again, I don't watch enough baseball to tell you outside of the Nats. So, depressing is all I can say. Depressing. Hate DC sports. Yeah, but, yeah. Hero, here we lost a hero, guys. We lost a hero. That's okay, man. There's gonna be more to come. Also, I'm upset about Trey Turner. I mean, as well. But well, they, they they said they moved on from Trey Turner because they knew it was gonna be impossible to resign him. So they're like, yeah. we just want to I just mean, get some assets out of him. That's fair. But thanks for the memories, guys. That's what I'll say. Thanks for the memories. Yeah. Right All there. Right. RIP to, to the good days, but you know, we just gotta look back and re- remember how great it was having those guys on our team. Yeah, uh, it's all right. It's all right. 
Uh, anything else? Uh, I have not been watching the Olympics. Anybody watching that shit? I have not been watching it. Uh, it was the U.S. men's against Mexico, right? In the final minute, they won. They took the gold. For what? Basketball? Soccer. Oh, soccer. I was like, basketball's not over yet. I was like, they're still in group stages. No, I thought. no it was uh, one of the craziest endings. It was like, I think it was in the final seconds or uh, last 20, 30 seconds, whatever it was. I didn't get to watch a game. It cost a highlight, but they they beat Mexico in the uh, gold medal game. Oh, damn. Okay. Zero, oh. zero, they won 1-0. Oh, woo! America. Yeah, um, I mean, did you see that the U.S. women's team lost to Canada? First time in like 45 years. 40 years. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. In women's basketball, it's been 45 years since they've they've never lost a game. They've never lost. Yeah. They've never lost. And it's been 45 years. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. You might, you're bound to, you're bound to lose one day, right? Bound to lose one day. It's okay. We'll come back still win the gold. No big deal. I'll be all right. Right? Is that so possible? I don't honestly have no idea how the Olympics work. I don't watch the Olympics outside of basketball, but I still never figured out how they work. Um, I did watch the Japan versus USA game, but like I wasn't paying attention. Honestly. Um, anything yeah, else? Did, did, you, uh, did you see the Snoop Dogg thing where he was talking about the horse prancing in the Olympics? Yeah. That's the sport I want to watch. They need to have Snoop as an announcer. I don't care. Whatever sport picks him up as an announcer, that is my new favorite sport. I hope it's Formula One. (laughs) I will 100% Uh, watch it every day. Him and Kevin Hart are so funny. Oh, man. Him and Kevin Hart are so funny. Yo, yo, that horse is crib walking. (laughs) It was so good. It was so good. Um, All right. Uh, Anything else? I mean, uh, did you catch the Formula One, Pete? The, the races today or yesterday or what day is it Monday so yesterday I was watching it I was kind of there so no, okay. huh oh yeah that's fair I um I I haven't recorded I'm gonna watch it I already know what happened but I'm still gonna watch it because it all happened so soon everyone everyone got knocked out in the first corner which is hilarious um so yeah yep yep okay if there's nothing else Thanks for listening to Icon Next. Make sure you subscribe. Follow us on the tweeters. On the tweeters. Um, Instagram's still locked out of, so just, you know, hit me up on the Twitters. Don't, don't, Instagram, just, you know, wait for a second. And then make sure you follow us wherever you listen to audio podcasts. But peace. Peace. Bays more to the Lakers. Did that happen? Just now. Did that just happen? Oh, Bays was a good pickup. Bays was a good pickup. He can shoot the rock a little. Virginia guy. All right. Kent Bazemore to the Lakers. Oh, Bazemore. Got it. Yeah. Good pickup. Good solid role player. He played well with the Warriors, but peace, y'all. Thank you.